Disney's Moana, Chapter 5 Moana jerked back and forth, her lungs burning, her mind dizzy. Suddenly, everything came into sharp focus for her. Reaching out, she searched until her fingers wrapped around the hard, sharp shape of a rock. She quickly smashed it down on the coral near her foot, splintering the coral into pieces and freeing her foot. Kicking fiercely, Moana surfaced with a relieved gasp. She let the tide roll her toward the beach, pulling the pieces of the boat, including the outrigger, on which Pua was still perched, behind her. She had never been so thankful to feel land under her as when the sandy bottom of the shallows rubbed against her toes. Planting the balls of her feet, she trudged up the shore, pausing to lift Pua down from the remnants of the outrigger. Unaware of what a close call that had been and already over the trauma of being in the water, Pua happily nuzzled her face. Moana set him on the sand and he trotted off to chase some seagulls. She couldn't share her friend's clueless happiness. Her foot throbbed and glancing down, she saw a thin trickle of blood winding into the sand. How was she going to explain the injury? As the tide washed more of the wreckage onto shore next to her, she was struck by an even worse thought. How was she going to explain what had happened to the boat she'd borrowed? Looking around, Moana spotted the sail draped across the water, floating near the canoe. She waded over to haul the boat to shore. Bangs and dents covered the hull, and with the mast split in two, it would never sail again. Stupid, Moana berated herself under her breath. What had made her think that she, an untrained sailor, should be the one to go beyond the reef and look for fish? Maybe her parents were right. The ocean was too dangerous. The thought of her parents made Moana's stomach twist. She couldn't imagine how they would react if they found out what she had attempted, especially in light of the story her mother had shared with her earlier. Something rustled in the bushes along the tree line. Someone was coming. Guess Lasalo's going to need a new boat, Grandma Tala said wryly as she emerged from the greenery. Grandma, Moana began, then stopped, not knowing exactly what to say. She tucked her injured foot behind her other leg, thinking at least she should try to hide her wound, but to no avail. Though she was getting older, Grandma Tala's eyes were still quite sharp. She waved at Moana to let her see it. Moana sat on the sand and let her grandmother examine her foot. Then Grandma Tala slowly fetched some leaves. When she returned, she used her walking stick to lower herself down and dab the leaves along the scratch, using their sap to seal the wound. Are you going to tell Dad? Moana asked quietly. He'd be so disappointed in her if he knew what she had done. 
It would only confirm his suspicions that she was putting her own desires ahead of the village. If you lost a toe, maybe, Gramatala said with a shrug. Wrapping the rest of the leaves around Moana's foot, Gramatala tied them with a vine. Moana felt better until her eyes fell on the ruins of the boat again. Her gaze drifted to the sharp line of the horizon and the roiling ocean waves, which after her crash looked less inviting, each splash against the rocks of the reef reminding her of her failure. I think he's right. We don't belong out there, Moana said, trying to sound sure. She pressed her lips together firmly and nodded. She would just have to convince herself that was true. Tomorrow, I'm putting my stone on the mountain. Gramatala peered into Moana's eyes, a skeptical look on her face. But she just hummed to herself and sat back. Turning to the ocean, Gramatala inhaled and exhaled deeply, her expression serene. In the lagoon, a school of manta rays glided majestically around a set of boulders, and the older woman smiled. Okay, well, then head on back. Put that stone up there, Gramatala told Moana, her eyes still on the lagoon. Shoulders slumping, Moana stood and headed toward the village, but at the edge of the trees she stopped. Something tugged at her heart as she glanced at her grandmother communing with the ocean, her arms reaching toward the sparkling water. Moana's feet carried her back to Gramatala's side. Why aren't you trying to talk me out of it? Moana asked. Her grandmother was the one who always told her to find her own path. Because you said that's what you wanted, Gramatala said simply. It is, Moana said, her voice hardly wobbling at all. Without looking at her, Gramatala nodded, her gaze on the manta rays as they slid through the rolling waves. When I die, I'm going to come back as one of those, she said. Or I choose the wrong tattoo. Why are you acting weird, Moana persisted. A half-smile crept across Gramatala's face. I'm the village crazy lady. That's my job. Moana had never thought of her grandmother as crazy, no matter what anyone else believed. She loved her fiercely and was always in awe of how Gramatala knew her own heart so well and was fearless in following where it led her. Gramatala always had something smart and encouraging to say, and right then, the way her lips were pursed, it almost seemed as though she was holding back from saying more. If there's something you want to tell me, just tell me, Moana said. She waited, then added hopefully, Is there something you want to tell me? Slowly standing, Gramatala leaned toward Moana and whispered in her ear, Is there something you want to hear? 
Without further explanation, she hobbled away. What could Grandma Tala have meant? Where was she going? Intrigued, Moana hurried after her. Catching up as Grandma Tala reached a pile of jagged lava rocks at the edge of the shore. Picking her way over the slippery stones, Grandma Tala never wavered, not even when water splashed over the rim and lapped against their ankles. She merely planted her walking stick more firmly and curled her toes around the rocks, moving slowly but steadily. After some time, Grandma Tala stopped, resting on a boulder next to the cliff face, and turned to Moana. You've been told all our people's stories, but one, she said, using her walking stick to lift aside a curtain of vines. Several large rocks were stacked behind it, blocking what looked like the entrance to a tunnel. First, the fact that her father had once sailed beyond the reef, and now this? What other secrets will I learn today? Moana wondered. Grandma Tala poked the end of her walking stick under one of the boulders and started to heave against it. Quickly, Moana joined her, and together they shifted the stone. What is this place? Moana asked, still incredulous that she hadn't known it existed. Do you really think our ancestors stayed within the reef? Grandma Tala replied. As the last of the rocks rolled aside, a gust of cold wind shot out from the tunnel, blowing through Moana's hair. She shivered. Ooh, Grandma Tala said excitedly, her eyes practically glowing. What's in there? Moana asked. The answer. To what? Moana asked, wishing her grandmother would stop teasing her. To the question you keep asking yourself. Who you are meant to be? Grandma Tala whispered. She turned away and pulled a torch and flint from her pouch, then lit the torch. In there? Moana wondered as her grandmother handed her the flickering torch. Go inside, bang the drum, and listen, Grandma Tala urged. Moana gave her grandmother one last questioning look before taking the torch and stepping into the dark tunnel. Finding the floor uneven, Moana was grateful for the light as she ventured deeper into the rock. All along the walls, water dripped down, but she heard something else as well, a low rumble. Rounding a bend, Moana edged past a wide boulder and found herself in a massive cavern the roof seven times her height. At one end, a waterfall spilled down into a pool before tumbling out another exit. Its crashing was what Moana had heard. Oh, wow, she breathed. Rows 
and rows of ancient voyaging canoes filled the cavern. More boats than Moana had ever seen, their wooden hulls gleaming in the light of her torch. Somehow they looked as polished as if their builders had just oiled them down. But who could have built them? And what were they doing there? Moana wandered among them, awestruck at their smooth curves and tightly bound boards. The village fishing boats seemed rudimentary in contrast. Next to the pool, Moana found a smaller canoe, perfect for one person to sail. Her fingers trailed along its side and she jumped aboard, feeling its balance perfectly beneath her feet. The boom swung out and Moana noticed what was beyond it. It was unlike anything she'd ever seen. A huge boat made up of two canoes lashed together by an intricate series of ropes, a tree-like mast rising from each hull and a wooden deck at the center. Eager to explore, Moana climbed up to the deck. It was no ordinary fishing boat. There was room on board for 50 men. As Moana gazed around, she spotted a large log drum resting on the deck. Bang the drum, she whispered. Moving closer, she picked up one of the mallets and tapped it against the drum. Nothing happened. She banged harder, but again nothing happened. Determined, Moana set her torch in a nearby holder, then pulled her arm back and swung it down to hit the drum with all her might. Boom! The huge sailcloth above her unfurled with a loud smack, and the light changed as though she was out in the sun, not surrounded by rock. Blooming in her mind, so clear she could almost see it on the cavern. Moana had a vision of the boat beneath her cresting a massive wave, the island of Montanui straight ahead. She could picture each of the men and women gathered in the boat, all rowing and singing in unison. Full of joy, they leapt ashore, but even as they built their homes and danced on the sand, they passed on the knowledge of the sea, the wind and sky, stars and waves, all keys to unlocking its secrets. New voyagers set out, young explorers roaming far and wide, returning home with the winds when they were ready. Moana blinked as the images faded, the bright sky and rolling ocean replaced by the rock walls of the cave and the people disappearing from the benches around her. Still, the truth was undeniable. Her ancestors had sailed this canoe across the ocean from far beyond the reef. They had navigated by the sun and stars, known how to capture the winds and ride the waves. 
We were voyagers, she whispered in awe. Leaping up to the bow of the boat, her arms flung wide, Moana shouted it. We were voyagers! 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 The cave echoed back.